For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. It looks like. Um, uh, good evening, Mark. How are you this evening? Very well, brother. Very well. I had a good doctor's appointment today at ten thirty this morning. Gave a yep. small, gave a large tube of blood, a small tube of blood, and a cup of pee for testing. And I get the results next Monday, the third at eleven a.m. And I'm expecting some good results. Good. Praise good. Well, Praise God. I'm glad to hear that things went well. Hopefully, Brother uh, Edward Henry will be along shortly. Uh, I sent him a um, announcement. I don't know if you've got that in your email or not, but uh, we just sent that out to everyone. And we're going to be talking tonight about abuse in the Roman Catholic Church. And oh, yeah. I was just telling the audience that Brother Edward Henry was raised Roman Catholic. He was brought up in the Roman Catholic faith. He went to Notre Dame College. He went on to Jesuit Law School. And uh-huh. marvelous, marvelous, marvelously saved yep. and by the Spirit of God, and he's come out of that, and it's a wonderful testimony. There's the um, notification. I got it. Good, good. Well, hopefully he will be along. We had to cancel, as everyone knows, last week because we had to be out of town. We had to be up in Kansas City area. And so I had sent a notice to Brother Ed that we were going to postpone it until tonight. So hopefully he will remember (laughs) that this is uh, the plan for this evening. Um, And we'll see what what transpires um you know it's a a lot of people that i have known down through the years have been involved in the roman catholic church uh-huh i knew i knew a fella uh in kansas city in fact he's still um for a while i did business brokerage okay i sold small businesses and uh, i was also uh, i was also a real estate broker for some time this was after my day. This was after my days of, of the state of Missouri, and the coffee uh, signal is breaking up. I'm going to hang up and come back in. Okay. All right. Very good. Let me try that. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, as a result of um, that, I began to have. I had a um, AM radio station for sale and end up some Catholics bought the radio station. And because of that reason, I I got to know this fellow pretty well. He ended up getting, I think, having about six different AM Catholic radio signals in Can- Kansas City and Wichita and different places. And it was really interesting. Uh, God um, allowed me to witness to this Roman Catholic uh, and 
we had quite a dialogue regarding uh, salvation by grace versus he, he believed he was working his way to salvation. And I was able to share the gospel with him. And uh, I also met another fellow that owned another Catholic radio station, and I was able to witness to him as well regarding the grace of God, not of works lest any man should boast. So um, it was a very good thing to be able to have that experience um, in witnessing to uh, the owners of two, uh, well, one of this, like I said, one of them had six Catholic radio stations and the other one had uh, two uh, stations. One was Catholic and one was secular, but I was able to witness the, to them regarding the grace of God. And, All right. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget what the one owner of the six stations told me. Uh, he said that his one of his motivations for buying all of these Catholic radio stations was that he was working his way to salvation. So he actually... <laughs> He actually wow. believed that by, by broadcasting the Catholic message uh, and so on and, and spending all this money to buy these radio stations, that this was going to be a part and partial of his earning his <laughs> salvation. Yeah. Wow. And, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's um, interesting. I'm still watching uh, to see whenever... Um, Brother Edward joins us. I want to welcome Jesse Melangera, uh, Rustico Danan. A joy to have you with us tonight. It's been a while since we've been able to converse back and forth. I know we both uh, have very hectic schedules. Rustico is from the Philippines, and we have been corresponding back and forth for years. Uh, Rodine Wainer, welcome aboard. Nina. Teresa Riley, um, Jesse, Eza Nakechi, um, and all those that I can't see, welcome aboard tonight. There's been so much in the media about the abuse in the Roman Catholic Church. It's almost overwhelming. Uh, I have, uh, I know a person that has quite a bit of knowledge about um, Pope Francis and his activities in Argentina and it's amazing how much has been covered up regarding his activities in the Roman Catholic Church. I'm not going to get into all of that but uh, it's a sad, sad scenario when you have a church covering things up and not uh, and, and, and also protecting the abuser um, yeah, and sending them back into another parish so they can continue uh, their activities. This is just, um, it's not good. Uh, because what happens is, uh, what kind of message is that sending to those who have been sexually abused within a, supposed, right. within a supposed church? I mean, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty sick, really. And yeah. um, so anyway, I'm sending a um, note to in, uh, 
Edward Henry as we speak that we are now live. <laughs> so he knows that. Now I know we're a little bit early. Uh, I I announced it for six o'clock. I'd rather be earlier than late. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like being socially comfortably late like some people always are. I want right. to also uh, welcome aboard uh, Glenda Busby Trotter and um, and uh, you know there's so many people that come on board and I I miss you and then feel later I uh, feel later uh, badly that I wasn't able to see you or whatever but. Just realize that I do appreciate all of the people that come on board and take part in making comments and listening to our guests. Brother Mark is going to be on Wednesday night. We're going to continue the study in the book. God does not love everyone, but does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting. Mark has been helping me with that. I want to also welcome aboard Catherine Ritchie Hennigan tonight. Welcome aboard to the program. And I hope you all are not disappointed. I hope our guest is able to, to come on board tonight. Uh, so far, we're, uh, we're waiting for him to show so I can bring him in and unmute his mic and so on. So I did send him an email, and I haven't gotten anything from him saying he couldn't make it tonight, so... I expect him to show up here briefly. Um, mm-hmm. I have also a friend of mine who, uh, in fact, he contacted me last night. He is a former police officer with the uh, Portland, Oregon Police Department for 23 years, and he right. was brought up. He was brought up Roman Catholic, and he has some really uh, very stirring um, stories about his being being brought up in the Roman Catholic Church, and he even talks about the immorality of the priest that he was under, and some of mm-hmm. the things that he he firsthand experienced. And so it's just amazing uh, what people have gone through at the hands of some of these people in the Catholic Church. And it's not, by the way, the Catholics aren't the only only bad apples. There's bad apples in every group. In fact, yes. you know, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But yes. the the travesty of in the Catholic Church is you have the leadership that are actually promoting and actually protecting these people and they need to be brought down. You know, they need to be brought down. And they don't really show, they don't really show any signs of remorse. Uh, they just continue on in their lifestyles. And right. I was talking was talking to Richard Bennett, who is a um, former Roman Catholic priest of 22 years, and God saved him and brought him out of the Roman Catholic Church. And he said that a very okay. high that a very high percentage of the leadership in the Roman Catholic Church um, and the priests uh, were homosexual. And um, I've often wondered, you know, 
it's almost like the Roman Catholic Church is stoking the flames by not allowing their priest to marry. You know, it's kind of like a prison environment. You know, and it's not biblical to to mandate that your priest not marry. Um, yes. So anyway, that's another that's a, for another time and place. Um, yeah, Mark, do you have any comments while we're waiting for our guests to come on board? It's about six o'clock. I expect him any minute. You know, Brother Larry, that thought, that exact thought, just occurred to me a few minutes ago, that the unbiblical um, demand for Catholic priests to be celebrated, to be celibate. When you cap any kind of energy, then the pressure builds up and pressure builds up and the pressure builds up. And so I think there may be some connection between the demand of Catholic priests to be celibate and these pedophiles. That energy, you can't, you can't contain energy when it, it, you try to cap it and the pressure builds up and that energy's got to go somewhere. So I think there's some kind of connection here between the unbiblical demand of celibacy of Catholic priests and this and this pedophile pedophilia in the Catholic Church, which, which has been going on for at least half a century or more. And so that's interesting that you brought that up, and thank you. That confirmed it for me. Well, you know, Paul even talks about it in, the, um, in his epistles. He said it's, be- it's better to marry than to burn, you know? There you go, man. That's it. Yeah, and that's- so here we've got, here we've got a whole movement saying, no, it's not better to be, it's not better, better to marry. Just go ahead mm-hmm. and burn. Well, mm-hmm. like you said, the burning is going to exhibit itself in some fashion. And so, oh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's exactly what is occurring um, mm-hmm. and has over the years. And Brother um, Edward also distributed a book. Uh, by a nun who 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 shares her experiences at the hands of a mother superior who literally abused her as well as the actually they were even having she even talks about how that there was a lot of um, you know babies born uh, within the church that were covered up and killed. Uh, that nuns got pregnant with, and so it's just it's just so amazing. Um, yes. So I'm going to go ahead and continue on for a few minutes if we don't hear from Ed, uh, because I, I am not an expert on this subject, and so probably what we will do is we will postpone this if we don't hear from Ed tonight, because I don't think I can give uh, the subject. Uh, proper attention. I haven't done the research like Brother Ed has on it. Right, um, right. I do, I do know that a lot of the Catholics that I've known through the years, um, another gentleman that I knew, and I, I know still, he's still living, and Brother, by the way, Brother Mark Kennedy knows this fellow as well. This particular ah. gentleman, uh, his parents um knew some people very high up in the Catholic Church. In fact, if you remember, 
Robert Schuler used to have on a gentleman named Bishop Sheen. Remember Bishop Sheen? Well, Fulton J? Uh, pardon me? Fulton J, or is that a different one? Yes, Fulton Sheen, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, the, the person that, that Brother Kennedy and I know, he told me that his parents had Bishop Sheen in his house in their household. Wow. You were that close to him. And um, he had some really interesting stories. And he said that whenever whenever they uh, had these meetings with these high-ups in the Catholic Church, it was all like they were just conducting business. It had nothing to do with any spirituality whatsoever. Right. Um, Wow. And it was all like a big party, you know. And so, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty amazing what goes on uh, within that environment. Um, yeah. I had another fellow that was sharing with me one time that um, the Masonic Lodge is very, very um, active in not only the Southern Baptist movement, a lot of people aren't aware of that, but the Southern Baptist movement um, has a very high percentage of Masons. And, yeah. of course, at one time, the Roman Catholic Church took a stand against the Masonic Lodge, but they, to my understanding, they don't anymore. But uh, we know that the Knights of Columbus and the association with the secret orders is very prevalent within the Roman Catholic Church. And I had a fellow yeah. tell me one time that... Um, that he had to, well, it's the same fellow that was with the Portland Police Department. Mm. He said every time he, he came up for evaluations to be promoted, they uh-huh. told him you know, that you know you're not going to get promoted until you become a member of the Masonic Lodge. Oh, and for 20, wow. And so for 22 years, he just, status quo, he didn't get any promotions. And every time they said, you're not a Mason, you know, you're not a brother. So this is what goes on. This is real. This is what goes on in in real life in our society. Well, I don't don't see Brother Ed. Let's see if he's given me any emails here. Something must have come up. Yeah. Well, he may have forgotten by it being a holiday. That could be, or maybe he's having technical problems. It could yeah, be either we, one. Yeah, it could be a a lot of things. Uh, we all have things come up in our lives that. Yeah. Uh, see what we've got here. I just sent him another reminder. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, in Overland Park, Kansas, there's a Roman Catholic church there right uh-huh. down the street, right down the street from the Christian school, the Armenian Christian school that I used to attend. And the name of oh. that school, the name of that Catholic church and school is Queen of the Holy Rosary. <laughs> wow! That's, 
that's that's the actual name. That's the actual name of the church in the school. Queen of the Holy Rosary. Wow. Wow. Talk about <laughs> worshiping the Queen of Heaven. You know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll give this a few more minutes and uh, um, see if I can think of anything else to share with you guys regarding Roman Catholicism. And this isn't just about bashing Roman Catholics. I'm not. What we're actually doing is we're exposing the leadership of the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's what we really want to let people see. You know, the during the Dark Ages, uh, the Bibles were chained to the altars, and the parishioners mm-hmm. were not allowed to read God's Word. And it was kept that's- from them. In fact, I remember yep. reading Martin Luther's talked about the fact that um, he had to get permission from mm-hmm. his superior, from his superior uh, to have special times where he could read the Bible. I mean, Martin wow. Luther, you know. And so whenever Tyndale and the press, uh, Gutenberg and his press, really mm-hmm. brought about the word of God to the common people, and that's what God used to usher in the Reformation. Because there people began to be, people began to be exposed to the word of God, you know. Yes. And they they weren't it wasn't um, dictated to them or interpreted to them through the false teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. And, and then so, once uh, and then once it was in the hands of, and then once the word of God was in the hands of the people, then the Holy Spirit started sending those inspirations, those divine inspirations. Right, right. That's exactly right. And then, then we have Luther posting his 95 thesis on the door of Wittenberg. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people don't know it, but most of those 95 thesis, most of that content, was coming yes. against the indulgences, the sale of indulgences. And what are indulgences? Indulgences are paying money to the church for sins that you know you're going to commit before you commit them. Oh, I'm <laughs> going to do this. Oh, so yeah. you know you're going to do this sin tomorrow, so pay now and we'll pronounce, uh, and, we'll, and we will pronounce blessing and benediction upon you. That's wow. right. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm, go. I'm gonna go commit adultery tomorrow, and I want to be covered. So here's the money. Yeah. You know, or I'm gonna go steal wow. tomorrow. I'm gonna go steal from my bank, or I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go spread false witness against a neighbor, whatever. I want to invite yeah. also Sunny, who just joined us, uh, Sunny Babu and Guy Green. I apologize tonight. Uh, everyone, it's 11 minutes after 6, and mm-hmm. I have sent our guest a reminder of the program. I haven't heard from him, and I'm going to give it until 6.15, and if we don't hear from him in the next four minutes, whatever, we're going to go mm-hmm. ahead and try to reschedule this for a time because I really want Brother Mark to go into depth on this subject um, because it's going to be it's going to be very valuable because he's done a tremendous amount of research, not only on the, cover, 
on the yeah yeah on the cover up of Rome, uh, the Roman Catholic Church, the prevalence yes. of the massive sexual abuse. Do you, and I know that our our audience probably is aware of the fact that uh, the Roman Catholic Church has spent literally billion close to a billion dollars in covering mm-hmm. all the lawsuits against them over this sexual abuse within the church. So it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. All the Jesuitical or Jesuit origins of it all, how they how they deliberately sabotaged, you know, the Reformation by substituting Calvin's teachings instead of the Word of God and said they could attack Calvin's teachings instead of the Word of God directly? Yeah, I think we just got, I think uh, Ed just joined us. Uh, Wonderful. Ed, I'm glad you were able to make it on board. (laughs) How are you? Uh, maybe that's not Ed. Ed, is that you? This is Walt. Oh, this is Walt. Okay. Well, Walt, we had um, Brother Edward Henry was to join us tonight, and something must have come up where he is unable to be with us. Um, so we we were hoping that he would come on board. Uh, we had to postpone last time because I had to be in Kansas City and so we we postponed this for tonight and I don't know maybe he forgot because it was a holiday or something I don't know but uh, anyway I'm glad that you could join us maybe you could kind of fill us in if you want to we're talking about the prevalence of the sexual abuse in the Roman Catholic Church and how it's been covered up and we were just getting ready to touch on Ignatius Loyola. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that Ignatius Loyola was actually a Jew. And he actually, and, and by the way, that is the military arm of the Catholic Church. Um, yeah. Jesuits. And anyway, <clears throat> Brother Walton, I've had some really good conversations lately regarding the fact that our society has seemed to take a, uh, well, the way Walt says, says it is we're a lot further down the road than what we even realize. And, mm-hmm. Walt, when you say that, kind of explain to people what, when you when you make that statement, what that entails. Well, as a, just a layman, you know, and over the years, I mean, I'm 74 years old, I can remember when Disneyland's have a show every Sunday. I mean, things have progressed. I mean, uh, kind of. I remember also when I was out on the truck. There was a book. uh, A guy wrote a book on exposing Disneyland. About a whole case of them, and I. And when I would come across anybody, uh, a mother and father with children, I'd always give them that. I'd give them that book because it's uh, maybe it's, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of subtle, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of subtle. In other words, people think that Disneyland, you know, is for children, you know. 
it's it's kind of masqueraded. It's 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 uh, that's why it's it's so you know. And and also, movies are not entertainment. Mm. Disneyland is the same way. It's it's not entertainment. It's it's programming. Programming. That's right. Indoctrination. Yes. It's it's, it's, it's you know it's a. And and the programming goes on and on. You know, it's a it's a it's an eye opener. It's an eye opener once you see it, and and only God God gives you a little bit of at a time to 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 you know that that you can tolerate it. I mean, in other words, it's that's the reason why people re- reject so many things in this whole world. You know, is because yeah. they've been indoctrinated. Yeah, I mean, it's like this. I explained it. I was talking to a fellow today. And, um, we 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 have been uh, lost my trend of thought. You know, is uh, is you know is we don't want to admit it, but uh, mm-hmm. we've been ra- we've been raised in a pretty small box. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and when, once you get out of that box, uh, you you know. Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just astonished sometimes. I'm kind of you know on this subject particular right where you're talking about, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of taking my breath away. I mean, I don't know how sometimes to even try to express it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I I can certainly relate. Did we lose you, Walt? Are you still there? No, I'm still here. Yeah, I, I I am with you 100%. I have had the same kind of, in fact, I've shared with Walt. I haven't shared it with our Facebook uh, audience. We've got about 25 on Facebook with us t- tonight as well, Walt. But, um, you know, I've shared it with Walt and with Brother Mark, um, my last conversation that I had with my father who passed away about three weeks ago. Uh, was the very same thing that Walt's talking about. I remember saying to my dad, Dad, you know, I feel kind of jaded. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I'm, I said, next month, in next month, December, I'll be 65. And I said, you know, I have been lied about to about so many things in my life regard, regarding my regarding what is what is faith what is the true gospel what is the true yeah. nature of creation and biblical cosmology what is the truth as it relates to the true church of Christ what Amen. is the true eschatology what is the true uh what is true uh, spiritual Israel. I mean, <laughs> just so many things, Walt. I'm with you. I, I, and I remember my dad saying, well, Larry, you know, uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. In other words, I think what he was trying to convey to me is don't, don't take it personally, okay, that you've been lied to. I mean, we all have been lied to, you know. All of, all of us... Um, in some manner or fashion, and of course, like Brother Walt said the other night, and Brother Marcus said this too, and that you know we have to have a divine revelation to show us the truth. 
That's right, yes. It's in Scripture. I don't have the Scripture, but in other words, every why is it, why is it that people, like today, it's a report on the news that they landed on Mars? Mm, so, yeah. You know, so what, what, what makes, what makes, you know, you know, in a time that we live in with, with, with the, with the, the academic world, you know, um, what makes us listen? It, what I think I, one of the points is, is, is critical thinking. Right. If they don't want us to, the, the attack is on critical thinking you see uh right. in other words and in other words like in the, the I, I think the biggest word out there that stops us from critically thinking it's used in such a way but it's the word anti-semitic in other words all of a sudden if you're starting talking about a certain issue they can label you anti-semitic see and what's happening the mechanics here is this they don't want a debate in other words we we have a media now that if it's not in the media and everybody has listened to george orwell's 1984 yeah well george orwell is that what's going on is in other words is going on with the media now if it's all it's not it's not proper it's not politically correct to say that we didn't go to the moon Right. It's, in other words, it's not it's not politically correct to say that everything that we've been told about 9/11 is a lie. It's it, in other words, if it, if if the if the media, if it's okay with the media, that's Big Brother. See that mm. government is Big Brother. And if if anybody hasn't read 1984 now, I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to elevate George Orwell. But right. 1984 is alive and well, working right now as we speak, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and it's to stop any kind of constructive talk. Is in other words, is it's to stop debate, because see see a lie can't withstand a debate, it can't withstand the truth. So it's used over and over and over. Where people are, they got people that we, we've been in little boxes. And if somebody talks anything outside of our box, we clam up. You know? uh-huh. And, you know, and one of the most interesting things is, you know, Big Brother was heliocentric. Right. In other words, right. in other words, we're not supposed to question any, if it's not on the media, if it hasn't been filtered through the media, we're not supposed to question it. We're supposed to take it point and blank. Whatever comes over that media, and that's and that's and you know I have to admit that 1984, I mean that's the blueprint. That's what they're doing to the minds in in, in entertainment. It's not Hollywood is not there for entertainment. It's there. I mean, people turn on something, they work all day, they come home and they turn on the box. You know that's yeah. that's not entertainment. In other words, sure. and they don't but, allow, they don't allow debate. You know, Walt, like, I watched the video you sent me, um, and it was really kind of a, you know, <laughs> you would think after a while, I wouldn't be shocked, 
by what I see, but I still, even to this day, you sent a video, and it was on this, and I forget the name of it, but it was on this new technology space constitution. <laughs> okay. Was it was it Webster when they were talking when he, this this the name of the show was, and 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 he was, uh, you know, well I I, I kind of don't like to go there because there again I don't want to go there because, you know it, it it's not politically correct to go there but but in other words no, no, um, this, this video this video no this video was on this new. Um, association they have international space organization oh yeah uh, oh i know yeah right right i i remember that and this guy that that founded this was a billionaire i don't remember his name he's got over three hundred thousand people that have signed up already to be a member of the the uh earth's uh universal body of of space uh, and the whole thing is about everybody joining together in unity, regardless of their religion or their faith or their politics. Everything, everybody comes together under one universal principle of love and tolerance and brotherhood. And it all sounds so nice and so, you know, but the problem is, is who sets the rules for everybody else? That's the problem, That's you know. <laughs> well, like, again, Arminian. it's Arminianism. Yes, and when I saw that, I thought, man, this is the personification of Arminianism. In other words, it's all about man's free will to do as he wants to do, do as thou wilt. Who was it that said that? Um, uh, um, uh, Alistair Crowley, I think it was. <laughs> yep. Shall be the yeah. whole of the law. Yeah. And at the end, whoever was narrating this wall, I forget who actually narrated this, but he made a very important point in the whole video because the thing is all about uh, unlimited space exploration and having uh, having you know different people on the moon and different people on Mars and all this, but the but the end the person that was narrating says I wonder who the leader of this is going to be because it's it's considered to be not a pure democracy but a monarchy. He goes I wonder if the monarchy could be Satan. I wonder if the mm. monarch, Satan. Do you remember that, Walt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of hit right he, on. <laughs> yeah, and then he talked about AI or the um, uh, artificial intelligence and the computer. And I was just thinking about when he got into that, the linkage to the beast, you know. This artificial mm. intelligence thing, you know, is going to be linked, I believe, uh, to, you know, and again, a lot of people say, oh, Larry's into futurism and all this. No, I'm into reality. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Brother Walt says, we're already, we're already there. It's not in the future. It's, it, we're seeing it right in front of our eyes, demonstrating itself yeah. out. Mm -hmm. and, and also, it could, sometimes, you know, 
uh, it makes people unsettled. It makes people yeah. where sometimes you know two people cannot agree because because they're I mean they're getting bombarded with so much. And, yes. and the bottom the bottom line, the attack is on freedom of speech. Oh yeah, you know it's the, the bottom line. That's that's where it is. You know when when somebody somebody says don't I don't want to ever talk about that again. Whatever the subject is. I don't want to ever talk about that again. Well, they're telling you that they don't want to hear what you've got to say. That's right. They're taking your freedom of speech away. Now, right. listen, you can't, you can't, we, and it's, it, this is so pronounced. Boy, I, I you know, I, I've become a real good listener. When I'm in a crowd that I don't, you know, when I'm in a group that, you know, you know that, that God isn't isn't in the conversation. I mean, it doesn't mean it doesn't be have to be ungodly. They can be talking about uh, gardening, or they can be talking about uh, uh, fixing a car or something. You know, I mean, I, I I listen because because the freedom of speech is so prevalent today. When you look at the media, mm-hmm. you know what, what is more powerful. An army, an army with tanks and guns and airplanes, are a group of people that can control public opinion. Mm. There you go. Where where is the power? See, no, I mean, and I, I, you know, and it's so prevalent. You know, like one time. You know, I'm I'm real. You know, I sometimes I don't even want to go here, but. Because it, 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 to me, it, it's actually it, it's annoying to talk mm-hmm. about 9/11. Mm. Just to talk about it and say, well, I think this happened and this happened and that happened. Listen, everything that we heard from the media, from the media, is a lie. Yep. They're masters at of inverting the truth. Mm. Yes. And the first thing they do is people and, and listen. It's it's been it's been put upon us. In other words, if I disagree with Larry or Mark, is I attack them. I go yeah. I go for a character assassination. See, in other words, and you you see this you see this, you know, so so often. I mean. No, I, I, there's a person I want to mention, but I don't. I don't want to go there because I'm not. But you know, I. Uh, you know, well, it's. It's. I'll just say we don't have to go there. But there's a a man that lived, and he was born in Germany, and he was six years old when the war ended. And he moved. And he moved to Canada when he was twenty. Twenty, and he was. Uh, and the only reason he went to Canada. Is because uh, in Canada they they weren't enforcing, and I don't I don't know all Canada's law, but in other words, the draft. You know, you could be a pacifist. Right, in other words, right. if you didn't want to go into the military. There, you know, you know, Canada, you could be a pacifist. And the man came to the man came to Canada, 
and his name was Ernst Zundale. Now, just mentioning the name, he wrote a pamphlet called Did Six Million Jews Die? Now, just I've said enough that will just infringe. People don't know my opinion, and my opinion, you know, I mean, you know, but I've said enough right now to, to, to incense people. Well, I don't have to say anymore. I, I, you know, and, and so, you know, and it, it, the reason I bring this up is, is, is because, you see, any time when, 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 when uh, it's to cover up, it's to stop debate. The people mm-hmm. in power, the media, they're scared to death. That's the reason why yeah. they defend 9/11 to the. Uh, they won't even talk about it, and and you're a compar- you're a conspiracy nut, and da 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 da. They, yeah. you see, if you get into a real debate in a court of law, if we were in a court of law, you take Ed Henry's book, you take Ed Henry's book, you know, 9/11 enemies, foreign and domestic. You know, secret evidence censored from the official record proves traitors aided Israel in attacking the USA. That's, I've said enough with that book that people will not even ever look at that book, and they will hate Ed Henry. Mm-hmm. This, is what, this is what's happening to our freedom of expression, our freedom of speech, you see. And you, you see, uh, and, and of course, and of course, this goes right along with God's word in the Bible, that book is considered in many circles as a hate book. Our king, Jesus Christ, is considered hate mm. in certain circles. But mm-hmm. we have... Somewhere where there are actually a whole group of uh, people of the Jewish persuasion that want to get the Bible banned because uh, certain passages in the New Testament are they say anti-semitic semitic or derogatory to jews so they want to ban our bible the christian bible because they don't like what it what it has to say and see we've already we've we've already said enough there's no no one has said anything with hate in their with malice right. or hate any okay. but right. we've already said enough about this subject that people don't want to hear no more in other words and the people would stop they want to stop the debate because, listen, listen. As time has went on, I could go on for hours and hours and hours just talking about revisionist history. Right. See, in other words, the history that we know, and I'll say this boldly. And if you if you really haven't done your homework on World War One and Two, you know what mm. you've heard, what you've heard about World War One and Two. It's all fiction. Yes. You have you have to I mean because the revisionists, the people that perpetuate these lies are the ones that are controlling the media and and the books. You know, I mean I I this listen, this this stuns me because who am I? I mean, I'm not gonna the, the powers that be are not worried about Walt Stickle because <laughs> he doesn't have an he doesn't have a uh an outlet for you know, the meat, he doesn't have a source to, 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 to contact lots of people, you know. But, right. you know, I've got a book 
cure that I that I I happened to I've seen it I've seen it up on the internet and I ordered it. It was it's called The Myth of German Villainy by Benton mm. L. Bradbury. Now, I mean people I mean there are people that just hate Germans and hate the Nazis and they've and listen, they got good reason to. I mean, you know, in World War One, you know, it was told that they they took babies and bayoneted them with their bayonet. All right. kinds. This is this is prior to World War II, but listen. After World War One was over, we found that that was all a lie. You see, and then you know, uh, in other words, listen. The National Socialist Party, the National Socialist Party, weren't a bunch of Boy Scouts. Okay, they did some they did some heavy things. Okay, but most of the heavy things that, that you hear didn't exist. See, they have a, they're masters. The people that control the media, they're masters at inverting the truth. It's it's yeah. it's amazing. When, you know, in, in other words, instead of for me to get on a bandwagon and be be anti-German or pro-German, or I mean, just when you if you just look at history and you don't get your emotions involved, you know, you realize that the German people were just people. Okay. I mean, and, and and all this hate, and yes, the national doses we know, but a lot of this stuff, a lot of the stuff they told us, you know, was was not the truth, not the truth, and you know, like a, like all these concentration camps. Yes, there was all there was. Listen, I, I've been trying to find the the, the 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 figure of how many how many concentration camps they had, and they were work camps, they were work camps too because. Because, you know, I'll just tell you briefly, I'll bet you that the people, and in, in, listen, I'm not trying to say this, that I know more, but everybody's heard about the Roaring Twenties. Boy, mm-hmm. the Americans, they were doing the can-can, and they, and they were, the stock market was going up, and people were making, you know, and, and, when, they, and when, they, when they dropped that, when they dropped that uh, stock market in 1921, people were jumping out of, of the Empire State Building. Yeah. In, in 1929, yeah. I mean, the Roaring Twenties came to an instant halt. The grinding but I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. But in Germany, the Twenties the were not Roaring Twenties in Germany. I mean, it was after World War I, the British put a, a barricade, uh, what do you call it when they don't let, let any food in? I forget the word I want to use. But uh, they put a, a barricade around Germany. Over a million Germans starved to death. Mm. And, and people were, there was 35, 40% unemployment. And, and Berlin was the sex capital of the world. I mean, it was, it, they were in the pits. They were in the pits. It wasn't roaring. And when the National Socialists took over in 1933, the first thing they did is clean up Berlin. Now, l- listen, people, now, I've already said enough that people say, oh, he's pro-German. No, I'm just telling you, it wasn't, I'm telling you what was happening over there, okay? People couldn't do commerce. Couldn't do commerce because there was so much stealing. And then, then, and, and then the, uh, you had, it, t- it took a wheelbarrows of, 
of money just to buy a loaf of bread. You know, um, Walt, we were talking the other night, and I think this is relevant. I'm glad you brought this up, and I think another thing that's relevant, I was sharing with Brother Walt, you know, I I had certain requirements uh, to meet to get my um, undergraduate degree from the University of Kansas in liberal arts, and one of the requirements was I had to take core history. I had core history requirements. I had to take world history. I had to take American history. Do you know in the world history that I took, it was the Bolshevik Revolution was never, ever explained in the right way to me from a true historical perspective. The way the, the, way that the Russia-United States relationship was explained to me was, was that Germany was the bad guy, and the only way to overcome this international bad guy was if all these other countries got together, the good guys, and that included Russia. <laughs> that included Russia as the, one of the good guys, and they were going to come against the big bad guy, Adolf Hitler in Germany. Well, you know what? If you go back and really study Bolshevism, and the Bolshevik Revolution, and you start looking at Stalin and Lenin and Trotsky. Um, I'm not going to go into all the detail, but I will say this. There were literally millions and millions of people destroyed, and a lot of those people were Christians in Russia that were destroyed, okay, because of the Bolshevik, because of Bolshevism, because of socialism, because of communism, and mm -hmm. because these people absolutely hated Christianity, okay? And so what Brother Walt is talking about is what we call cause and effect relationships. And I was sharing with Walt, you know, I never could figure out as a, as a child growing up how we could we could be an ally to the Soviet Union, but yet be in a cold war with the Soviet Union. You know, here we were in, in the war. We all band together, okay, <laughs> to come against Germany, and we were allies. And then all of a sudden, we were we were we were harsh enemies in the cold war against each other. And that, that's just one example where I went through the University of Kansas. I went through their world history classes. And it's just like Brother Walt said. Everything was bent or curved to make Germany out the absolute devil and to make all the other countries that came against Germany saints, okay, including Russia, okay? There's something wrong with that picture. I, I just um, and so anyway, I got an I got a video from Ed Henry on the Bolshevik Revolution, and I started looking looking at this video, and it's very well documented. And you know, it just I, it left me numb, Walt. It left me well, numb it, because yeah. 
Well, it, it does. It does, because when you realize, you know, I mean, I was the same way. My dad was uh, overseas, and he, he, he went into Germany about 20 days after D-Day. And, uh, you know, I used to listen as a child to my uncles or older people. I could never figure out why we were allies with Russia. Why? Because the Cold War was going on. Why? Why were we? You know, listen, if you really study history, and this is a big subject, I mean, I just uh, advocate that you look into some history. What really right. happened, you know, in other words, and when you start, this, this, this will take your breath away. When you start seeing the, the manipulation, and how did they do it? They did it by controlling public opinion. And when yep. I hear these people that are just anti-German, or I could be the same way. I could be anti-Russia. I could just be pounding the Russians. But after understand, the Nationalist Socialists took over in 1933. It was the winter of 32 and 33 that the Bolsheviks collected collectively collected all the farming, and 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 they had to turn in their animals to one. They collectivized the agriculture, and it took four or five years. But you can read about this. This isn't something that Walt's angry at, but this is real history. They, in, 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 the, in the winter of 32 and 33, they starved to death anywhere from up to 10, 11 million people in the Ukraine. And that's not counting all the Christians they killed. By 1933, they, the Rush, in Russia, they, they'd kill, some say 30, I've heard 40, 50 million people. They even purged the army just before World War II. Oh, wow. And I mean, and, and, and so, so again, you, you, you go back and, you, and you, you hear fake news. See, fake news creates fake history. Yep. And 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 uh, some some of the some of the and, and and I've learned this over the period of years. I've taken on a little bit at a time. We can say too much that'll overwhelm people. Yeah, people yeah. I, I could give you some facts and figures that just just overwhelm you. In, in other words, I'm just going to be briefly, you know, is General Eisenhower. You know, I ask. I have a friend down the road and. And I just put out little seeds. I said, "Have you ever uh, did you, have, have you heard of the death camps of of, of 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 General Dwight D. Eisenhower?" I said, "Just do a Google search, and you know it takes your breath away. It takes your breath away because you know. I mean, they they took." They took German soldiers, and if anybody's around farm country, dairy farms or any, you know, in the right, they were they were called the Rhine Meadow camps. And they put bob wire. They went out into fields and put bob wire all the way around it. Put the German soldiers in those camps without any shelter, water. I mean, they they, they were right next to the Rhine Meadow. 
the Rhine River, they could have got water. But and they it was a capital offense for anybody that was putting any food over the over through the fence. But you you can't imagine. I don't think anybody can imagine the suffering in the middle of winter right now. We're in November. Mm-hmm. Out in the middle of a field without any shelter. You see, and you say, well, now, now this isn't, when I talk, remember the other side, they want you, you know, means, and, and there's a lot of people that are listening right now that say, well, I never heard of this. Well, I was, I was the same way. We were all, I mean, and, and my, my neighbor down the way, when I told him to do a Google search on Eisenhower's death camps, just do a Google search. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's history. This really happened. This really happened. This is not something that, that I'm making up or trying to be uh, anti-American or whatever. No, but, uh, and there was one general over there that wasn't going along with the program. That was General Patton. General Patton had a certain area in, in, in Bavaria, and he was letting the Germans, the Ger- Germans, keep their mares and da 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 da, and putting them back to work. And you know, uh, anybody that's done any research, you know, General Patton had an accident. Truth of it is, I've read enough. He was assassinated because Gen- and. See, the control of public opinion is so strong because if General Patton had told and wrote letters back to certain government officials, but he didn't understand how corrupt, the corruption he was in the middle of. But he, he has said, wrote letters to his wife, too. His wife was very wealthy. And he said when he came back to the United States, he was going to tell the American people what was really going on in Europe. And, and I'll tell you something, by li- eliminating one man, if he had to been eliminated, General Eisenhower would have never been president. You know, and, and uh, it just, it, it goes on and on when you start looking at history that really happened versus what they, they've told us. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it's, not for the, it's not for the weak and the weak. I mean, and, and when you understand... When you have a firm grip on the gospel of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and understand his ministry and what he went through on his ministry here on the earth, I don't, th- I don't think you could ever get a clear picture with having not a firm grip on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. I don't think it's possible. Because you, you'll be, what will happen, your emotions, you'll be pro-German or anti-Russian you know, see, it's, it's kind of a trap to be anti-anything. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, no, it's uh, it, in, in the book that I, you know, uh, it's called The Myth of German Villainy. And I, I was really hesitant, but I put that on my, on my page on my website. My website site is granddesignexposed.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you just go down there, I put a link to this book. What's interesting about this book? There's a PDF file. You can get, you can download the PDF file, and you don't really don't have to buy the book. 
But to mm-hmm. get a copy of this book now, every time I put a link up there, the internet changes. Today oh. I come across the link, you know. But in other words, what I'm saying is, you can see how they censor and how they manipulate the internet. Things that people really need to know. If you want to know the true history of World War One and World War Two, and how mm-hmm. what led up to World War Two, it's in this book. This was book. This book was written by an American, and he wasn't a skinhead. He wasn't, you know. I mean, you know. I mean, this this book will will tell you the true history of what the events that happened in Germany and what led up to it. Because it started with World War One. Mm-hmm. World War One never did end. It never did end. The, the, the Versailles Treaty, treaty, the Versailles Treaty. And what they put on the Germans, they knew there was they, they couldn't keep them down forever. But I mean, you know, when when you know, it, a good way to control people too is is their stomach. Oh yeah. When you when, when you when you keep people hungry for for t- t- twenty years and then all of a sudden start feeding them, I mean, people get united. You talk about you talk about patriotism. The, the Germans were very patriotic, and understand understand this too. You heard about the super race. There was over forty different races that were in German uniforms. Okay, it wasn't just Germans. They knew what they were fighting for. See, and I mean, they under you. You don't think that the Germans living right next to the Ukraine didn't know the history? Of, history of what was going on in Russia see I mean I mean people are people well, all, all I'm saying about the German people is people are people right right you know and uh, I won't say no, anything negative about my father because you don't think that generation didn't get hit with a little bit of indoctrination mm. they, you know you know, I had this, this, to me, this is very interesting. I was a beekeeper, and I was out in my garage putting frames together. Get who this guy was. He stopped. Stopped. He, he, he had some pamphlets. I think he was, he was passing out some Christian literature. But he said to me, he said, Walt, he said, uh, your dad was German, wasn't he? And I said, yeah. He was Lutheran, right? I said, yeah. Why was he? Why was he in World War II, shooting across the field at German Lutherans? <laughs> well, that's a whole subject by itself, but it's a very good question. Anybody has to. Wh- what was going on? Right, right. What was going on? It's an interesting question that you know. And that I can't, I can't answer. I mean, I have the answer now, but you know, it takes some research, and you have to do your own research. You can't. Anytime you hear somebody trying to hop you up and get your emotions working with left, right, or hate, 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 you know, it's not about that. You know, I mean, it's not that. That is exactly how they control public, the public. And the media controls public opinion. What we mm-hmm. live in. Except 
and the one now you correct me if I'm wrong, but the only ones that can can have that the only ones that are grounded are not are somebody that has read the gospel for what it says. Right. And look at the history in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Because he even warned us, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. And boy, when you really get down to the nitty in today's society, boy, when you, when you, you know, and they understand that you really know that Bible. Because that's the only thing, I mean, you know, if I didn't have, a, if I didn't have, wasn't anchored with Jesus Christ, that's the rock. I mean, yeah. we could be all over the place. Sure. Right. I mean, what keeps us, what keeps us our sanity? What keeps us from knowing right from wrong? <laughs> See, the truth the truth will stand by itself. Amen. And, you know, and, and, but anyway, that's, you know, that's, this is a subject I don't know if we... I want to, I'm really glad you came on because uh, I don't know, um, something must have happened, whether Edward's schedule must have gotten messed up or something because it's unlike him. He usually will let me know if he can't be on, so... Something must have inadvertently come up, and of course, it's all in the sovereignty of God. You were the one that was supposed to be on tonight. So, anyway, I want to thank you for coming on. We're coming down to the end of the hour, and I want to thank you for sharing your thoughts. and And I just want to also recognize um, a group of people that have been with us tonight. I want to thank Teresa, Riley, Nina Jamarino, Rodina Wanner. Rustico Danan from the Philippines, Jesse Malangura, Isa Nakia, Glenda Busby Trotter, um, Catherine Ritchie, Bruce Mercer, Douglas Ellis, Sonny Bubba, Guy Green, Robert D. Aquisto, Andre Barros, Jim Kohler, Andrew Brown, Mark Kennedy. That's the ones I can see on my screen. So I want to thank you all for joining us. And I want to especially give a a thank you and a blessing to Brother Walt Stickle, who's been a a really uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, We've been through a lot together. And I'm sure we're going to be through a lot more before it's all over. But I do cherish our relationship. And Brother Mark and Brother Andrew Brown from Wichita. And, of course, um, all of our other friends on Facebook. Uh, Brother Mark, do you have any final comments uh, before we bring this program to close? It's uh, come to the top of the hour. Well, I concur with everything Brother Walt said. We've been lied to for so long. You know, human history is full of distortions, and, and, and Brother Walt is exactly right. The media controls information to create the perception in the public mind that it wants, and, and this has been going on so long now that you have to really do some pretty hard research to find out what really happened in history. There's been so many distortions 
for so long now. And I totally concur, Brother Walt. He's right on the money. Yes, and I forgot to mention uh, we have some guests on TalkShoe side as well. I want to thank John from Toronto uh, being with us. And the other guest has uh, joined us on on TalkShoe. And so with that, I'm going to say goodnight to everyone. Brother Walt, I really do appreciate And you know you have a welcome to come on and I do encourage uh, all 5,000 of our Facebook friends to go on granddesignexposed.com. Did I say that right, Brother Walt? Yes, yes. Uh, Granddesignexposed.com. Go on to Brother Walt's uh, website because he has done a lot of research. And I have looked at a lot of the research that he's done. I've yet to see anything that I can uh, take issue with. And um, and Brother Edward Henry, if you hear this program, we've missed you tonight. We'll look forward to hearing from you and coming back. We were going to talk tonight about the atrocities of the sexual abuse uh, in the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, that's really uh, has been a burden on Edward Henry's heart, and he wants to talk about that. So, with that, I'm going to say good night. Can I say something? Just go ahead, Larry. I just want to say, you know that I'm just a common person and that I started a web pages back in 2011 and I just started putting up some of my research. It's just, and I'll tell you another good site and the man just passed away last week. His name was Mike Luckham and uh, he's got a website at Avenue of Light and it's got some of the, you know, he, he was like myself, just a layman Right, and, right. But when you look at history, if you look at history, you can't be emotional when you start reading history. You can't get, and it's really easy. We're all just very, very prone to that is to get one or the other, see. And that's, uh, right. so anyway, well, thanks too, Larry. I don't I think we get off the subject a little bit, but uh, I wasn't expecting to say anything. I was, I, I called up to listen, so. Well, I'll tell you what, it's all in the good sovereignty of God and it all must it must needs to have been said because it was said, and God is sovereign over all of that. So we give Him all the glory and credit in that. So, um, but you're welcome anytime on this program. I want you to know that, and uh, uh, you have you have an open mic, brother. So <laughs> anyway, um, with that, I'm going to say good night to everyone. I try to stay on. It's 7:02, uh, and we are planning on having our uh, Wednesday night uh, broadcast. Today is uh, Monday, is that right? So Wednesday night, uh, yeah. Brother brother Mark and I will be continuing in the book, going through it. God does not love yeah. everyone, but he does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting. With that, I'm going to say good night and God bless. God bless. Good night. Thank good you, Walt.